Hey guys, Corey Lally here, and I think we are past due on some formal introductions. Hello everybody, um, I'm Dave Smith. My name is Matt Zittman, I'm the now president of the International Society of Character Artists. Well, we'll get to those two later, and a lot more. But what I meant is myself, this, who am I, and what's this podcast about? And what the heck is ISCA anyways? Well, um, well that's got a lot of different, uh, you know, uh, directions you can go in, but uh, ISCA to me is, is connections. This episode of Exaggerated Features, an introduction from us to you. And maybe more importantly, we're going to try to figure out just what the heck ISCA is. To help answer that question, we're going to hear from a lot of fun artists who tell us just what it means to them. And on top of it all, we're going to interview Dave Smith, the first ever Caricature Artist of the Year award winner, and Matt Zittman, the current president of ISCA, to see where ISCA came from and where it's going. Hi, Corey. My name's Eric Rodefelt, and I just joined ISCA last year, right before the convention. And then I went to the convention, and it blew my mind, and it was incredible, and I made so many friends. And I just wanted to say that before I joined ISCA, I was a little leery of the price and thought, what the heck do I even get for all that money? That's a lot of money. And I still don't really understand everything that I get for the money, but I don't even care because the community is so incredible, it's worth the price of admission, and you can't put a price on friendship and camaraderie and inspiration because everybody is in this group is so inspirational. So thanks for letting me be part of the club. Thanks, Corey. Love your show. Bye. I'm Corey Lally. And this is Exaggerated Features. Before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like to remind everyone that Exaggerated Features is produced by ISCA. Register for the 2016 convention and or find a character artist near you at caricature.org. You should also check out the podcast, It's Supposed to be Funny, another amazing character-based podcast run by our friend Allie. When you have the time, Check out The Tune Heads, spelled with a Z, on YouTube. Artist AJ Jensen runs some fun character tutorials that are totally worth your time. This is Court Jones here. I joined ISCA when it was still the NCN, back in 2000. At that point, I'd been drawing at SeaWorld uh, for about four years, just doing quick sketch. And at that first convention in San Diego, a couple things happened. Like everyone attending their first con, I was exposed to a whole bunch of just awesome artists I'd never heard of before. And I saw by watching them that week just how much further I could take my own drawings if I wanted. And the other thing that happened is I met a lot of people who would later go on to play really big roles in my life. Most importantly, my future love and wife, Debbie Burmeister. Although I met so many people that week that I, I didn't actually remember meeting her when she brought it up years later. But she does have a photo she took of me from that year to prove it. A couple years after San Diego, when I started going to the conventions regularly, I met Debbie again, of course. And eventually I realized I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. But I also met other people like... Kage and Yoni, who ended up bringing me over to Japan and Korea to draw and give workshops. And now I have friends literally all over the world who mean so much to me, and who've even opened their homes to us when we travel. 
And there's so many other friends from ISCA that both Debbie and I care about and we miss just terribly when we can't go to the conventions. ISCA has given me so much more on a personal and professional level than I could have ever imagined. It's way beyond just being about networking and caricature inspiration. It's literally changed the course of my life. And my life has been so much fuller because of it. All right, on with the show. Okay, so you know my name, but who am I really, huh? Well, let's see. This is a character podcast. So maybe I should start by telling you that I've been drawing characters for about 14 years now, and it's all accumulated to me owning my own little thing, the California Boys. This episode specifically has a lot to do with ISCA, so it might help to know that I am on the ISCA board. That's kind of cool, right? I think so. I figured an even better way to introduce myself, though, might be to just have you tag along with me for a week. It's part of my uh, Monday. I mowed the lawn. My dad take the cover off of their pool. Now I'm driving to Jordan Alley's house behind a very slow dump truck. Uh, but I'm almost there. It's gonna be a good time. So a Monday drive to a friend's house, all of which who happen to be caricature artists. You might recognize some of their voices. Uh, For how long did you grow your hair? Maybe like another like. Little bit, my and then I'll save it anti, again. You guys are reversed. My goal is this. Don't, so. don't leave it too short. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna shave it off tomorrow. What? Are no, you, just kidding. Uh, did you do like a one mohawk, like one this one mohawk, opposed to having one mohawk? <laughs> yeah, what's two mohawks? Two mohawks. Yeah, what's a one mohawk? Two double mohawk. Hey, and then go back. Double mohawk all yeah, across the skies. Tuesday, an early morning for me at least. It is 8.30, and it's probably not too early for everybody else, but I'm a night owl. I stayed up too late, and I do not like being awake. But I have to interview the wonderful Mr. Smith today, so let's... And Wednesday? I need you to describe our Wednesday tradition. Uh, well, we come out to YP, your place, and, uh sit at the bar and talk to Nikki and chat amongst ourselves and and uh, have a good time generally and uh, maybe do some bar ninjing <laughs> and some bar spying I guess we figured out it was um, yeah perfect Thursday I drive to set up at a fair and then Friday Saturday and Sunday I work super hard well actually this weekend I just went to a wedding and it was really fun and now I'm recording this exact audio for this exact podcast. Whoa, talk about meta, man. Anyways, Exaggerated Features started and still is a publication for ISCA members. Only last year did we start a podcast, which was originally under the title ISCast, to be found on SoundCloud, hosted by Nolan Harris. Which still begs the question, just what is this ISCA that ties all of this together? Some of you probably already know, but I'd be willing to bet if you stick around, you're going to learn something new too. What does ISCA mean to me? Well, ISCA and the, the annual convention have been uh, greatly influential to me. Um, year after year, it gives me a reason to travel. It gives me something to look forward to. Um, 
and, and the fact that the convention takes place in a different city every year means that I get to explore a new place, a new venue, and meet new people. Um, and, and that's been largely beneficial in that when I travel outside of just attending the convention, um, I know that pretty much anywhere I go at this point, um, I'm going to know someone in that area. Because besides just going to a new city, you meet people who are coming from other places. You know, you're able to meet people from all over the country, all over the world, uh, who come together for this one purpose. It's because, you know, they all have the same passion, whether they're there to compete or they're there to learn or they're there just to hang out with friends they haven't seen in a year or so. Um, it's this one bond that we all share. And I know that if I were to go anywhere in this country, um, even to many different countries, uh, you know, I can go wherever I want. And I know there's like another ISCA member there who's been to the convention or at least, you know, follows up on things on Facebook. And I can say, hey, I'm in town. Let's go hang out. You know, that's something that, uh, I think I, I tend to take for granted, and, and I realize that, you know, not a lot of people have that ability to just go somewhere and know someone or many people that they can spend time with. I find myself on the road, um, you know, traveling up and down uh, the East Coast and having to stop city to city to city because I'm just like, oh, I know someone here, I know someone here, I know someone here, and uh, that's, you know, that makes it worth it for me to travel and you know, just going from place to place, knowing that there's going to be someone there that I can rely on is, that's important. And the travel aspect aside, that's just a small, like, little personal anecdote. I think ISCA, just as a community, as a family, is, it's important to have, you know, it's important to have a like-minded group of passionate individuals who all sort of share the same ideals and obsessions, um, as you do, and I, I don't know why <laughs> it's, it's caricature, and why caricature is what brings everyone together, I, I, I'm sort of trying to explore that myself, like, what is it about this one art form, and I think what I sort of determine is, um, the art of caricature is a very personal art form. You know, you are... In many times, you're trying to, to capture a likeness, capture a face, but you are trying to capture a personality. You're trying to see past the the features of someone and, and really grab who they are and put it on a page. And so I think when you get all of these people who do that and understand that for a living or as a hobby... And you put them in a room and you tell them, all right, go draw each other. There's no way but to be connected to them. You know, um, just the fact that someone sees you and sees something in you worthy of spending their time drawing or painting or sculpting uh, means a lot. And besides that, just even like on the base level of what ISCA is, it's a way for people to let loose, come together, have fun learn, um, and just explore the, the, the subject of art that they're passionate about. Uh, that's, that's it. Once the NCN 
ISCA stands for the International Society of Caricature Artists. What that means, though, is kind of hard to define. From the website, characters.org itself, The International Society of Caricature Artists is an international, non-profit trade association. Its purpose is to promote the art of caricature, educate the public and the media about the art of caricature, and to provide its members with helpful information about caricature as an art form as well as a profession. ISCA currently has over 450 members from around the world and is growing every month. Members receive our quarterly magazine, Exaggerated Features, which has articles about caricaturing, featured artist tips and stories, as well as other useful information about caricature illustration. ISCA's annual convention is held each year in a different location. The convention features a guest speaker, lectures, seminars, competitions, awards, and the camaraderie of your peers in the art of caricature drawing. Hi, I'm Chihiro. Why ISCA is important to me? Because ISCA gave me many friends, many American friends, and uh, I got uh, a talking skill for English. Thanks. ISCA is probably best known for its convention, which has been called quote, the Olympics of caricature. I know we talked a little bit about it in our first episode, but it's pretty much four or five days where 200 plus artists come together, drink, draw, compete, have a whole bunch of fun, and it's really impactful emotionally, professionally, artistically. Everybody walks away with something. But honestly, it's worth its whole own episode because it's that big of a deal. But in this episode, I really want to talk about what ISCA is as an entity and an organization. And I thought there's no better place to go than the beginning of it all. So I called up the first ever Character Artist of the Year Award winner, an old friend, Dave Smith. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm Dave Smith. Uh, I'm a 36-year veteran caricature artist. Um, uh, my ISCA claim to fame is I am the very first Golden Nosey winner uh, in 1992. Uh, it was uh, called Caricaturist of the Year that year. It was not called the Golden Nosy, but uh, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I currently live in Tampa, Florida. Uh, uh, my day job is I'm uh, a contract manager for Commons Art Shop, so I, I manage caricature artists, face painters, and artists, um, and airbrush artists, and then um, also still uh, do my parties, gigs, and corporate events. Uh, I do traditional and digital caricatures, and um, I eat, live, and breathe caricatures. <laughs> so busy, sound like a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Blessed. I'm, cool. I'm blessed to be so busy. Good. Absolutely. I have a few set questions, but just in general, if I could ask you how much you know and if you could kind of share the story, because you were part of the first, I guess it was NCN then, right? Yeah, but I didn't hold, I've never held an NCN office or anything like that. The way I got involved was I heard about it from another character artist here in Tampa that there was this organization out of Texas and uh, called the NCN. It was this newsletter, you know, on copy paper that we got. They were going to have this convention in Mexico. You know, you're like, no way, you know. So um, got a hold of Buddy Rose and um, I said, well, I'm going to go check that out. So. I went. So um, I was part, probably my involvement was more like with the first convention than necessarily the, the ins and outs of the NCN. 
um, after that first convention, you're pumped and everything. And we did a few like local chapter meetings. We all just got together and, and talked and stuff, but I kind of fizzled out just everybody into their life. But, you know, from that point on, you know, got the newsletter and just kind of stayed involved that way. Did, did I hear you right? Did you say Mexico or New Mexico? No, Mexico. It was in Cozumel. The first, so was that the first convention? Yes, it was. It wasn't, it wasn't even in stateside. It was. Right. It was huh. in Cozumel, Mexico. The first two. The first two were in Cozumel. And uh, so uh, Buddy Rose had some kind of connection there, you know, where he knew people or something. And it was, what was really cool about it is, you know, I went there 100% kind of on my own. However, we had three artists from Tampa that went. Myself, Mike Johnson, Fritzy. Uh, Fritzy was a retired guy that did. Um, he's passed on now. But he went with his wife and then a bunch of people from Texas, a couple from California, pretty much. But it was mainly a, a Texas thing. Or, you know, because you know, NCM was so small. Uh, the number, I need, if I could go back and look, I'm not sure, but I want to say the number was about 30 people. And that's, um, oh, and there was a fourth artist, Jorge Lasus, who just started getting into caricatures. And he was coming out to Bush Gardens and watching me draw and talk to me and recording me with this huge camcorder. <laughs> yeah, big VHS, like, over the yeah. shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but I didn't mind. He was a nice enough guy. So all of us, we had, you know, out of 30 people, four were from Tampa. Just kind of showed up, and uh, we it wasn't uh, wasn't real organized. You know, we all kind of sat around, and, and, you know, we got there, and, and we're outside of a um, this small hotel in a courtyard, and just kind of, you know, I'm from this, you know, I'm from there, I'm from there. Buddy was kind of just leading things and had a, a, a very loose plan of events. But what was really cool, it was very interactive with the people at Cozumel. Like the competition, the drawing was in the courtyard of the island. We were, you know, of course we drew each other like during the work, you know, a couple of workshops we did. But during the competitions, it was all the locals. Hmm. You know, it was almost festival-like. It was really, that was really cool. So that, that was really neat. And there's a lot of drinking, too. Yeah, so, yeah. Traditions have maintained. That part hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> what, I guess, was it top ten then? Because you won the Golden Nosy the first year, right? Well, back then it was just called Character Artist of the Year. Character Artist of the Year. Was there even yeah. a gold note? Was there, like, a certificate? No, 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 what that was came, the... uh, I think that started with Tom Richmond. Okay. So it was Character Artist of the Year for several years. You know, that was 92... Um, so probably five years or something, and uh, here, let me show you something. Uh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's oh, my yeah. <laughs> nice. Can you see it there? I'm just, uh, I can't yeah. see my phone. Yeah, yeah, see. yeah. Yeah, right by my monitor. Okay, there you go. But that, that's it. It's like a bowling trophy, yeah. you know? <laughs> Classic. But it's right there by my monitor. You know, I the past couple of conventions I went to, I've taken it with me just to kind of show it off. <laughs> and, a little bit. Um, the banquet was just at a restaurant at this very long, one long table of like 30 people. You know, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. You know, uh, it was very intimate as best where I could say, you know, we were a very close net group, you know, yeah. were the competitions, did they do like the speed and the, like, I guess what was the competition? And, uh, the, um, the, there was a speed competition and pretty much just care charts of the year. Now, of course, um, my memory, it could, could be something else in there. I know there was, yeah, there was, because there was, I think we just all drew, then everyone just judged the categories. We drew and we all had, we didn't have display walls. We just kind of watched everybody. And at the end, the last day, you know, they had these categories. You just voted who, 
who won what category. And this is drawing, you said like you drew more locals and stuff, right? Like just people. Right, yeah. Well, you know, like, we also drew, during the day, it was more like um, there was one hotel that had like a back part of a restaurant. You know, we drew each other, we talked, uh, we, you know, Buddy came up with a couple of categories where he chose a speaker to come up and talk about certain things, you know, uh, about the business and all. Yeah. And uh, the art of drawing caricature, different uh, styles. And, and that was pretty much it. And then at nighttime, it was when they set up in, in the courtyard of Cozumel. I think the intent maybe was to draw each other, but it was so popular. And I want to say, I don't I don't think we were charging for it. I don't. I think it was just, oh, my God, free caricatures yeah, to you know, the Cozumel <laughs> locals. You know, a lot of good faces and having fun. You know, you draw one, you kind of just hold up, hey, guys, check this out. You know, just like you would when you're work, every day at work, you know. So aside from the convention, you said it was just kind of a newsletter. How long... I guess had the newsletter been going prior to everybody meeting up. Right, uh, that I don't know. That I not long, not long. Okay. It was Michael. Michael Johnson told me that he he'd been getting. I'm not even sure how he found out about it. You got to remember, this is pre-internet days. Right, this was like a mailer or. Computers existed, but pre-internet. This is. Um, I this was in. Uh, March of 92, so this started, was 91 when all the communication of it, so my guess that maybe it had been going on a year, the NCN, this newsletter, it was basically two pages that Buddy typed up, Xerox, and mailed out, you know, hmm. you know, this is what's going on, you know, and you know, this is what's going on around our area, this person's doing that, you know, it was pretty cool, but it was a very quick read. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if it's just a newsletter. Yeah, and, yeah. I think after but, the convention, it swelled to five or six pages. I'm not, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> so is that what exaggerated features quarterly magazine, or is that where that yeah. comes from? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> exaggerated features, um, I'm not sure who named that. I, I want to say that goes back far as maybe Dion or one of those guys. I'm not sure who, who called it that, but it was just a newsletter, you yeah. know. But, you know, you connected with some people that you never would have connected with otherwise, you know. Other than phone and writing, you really had no way to connect to artists across the country. <laughs> so Buddy, was that was one thing that he, that he did, you know, that we'll all still be grateful to this day. He, he, he made something that's still going strong today and is, shoot, I'm not sure. I'm, I know and when he passed, he was pretty happy with what he had created. Yeah, it sounds like it's come a, a long, long way. Yeah, that's from... an understatement of. <laughs> do you do you know when it switched from the NCN to the ISCA? That was that wasn't too long ago. That was um, three or four years ago. Really? Yeah. You know, I mean, well, let's put it this way. Well, no, no, it, it, it maybe it does go back further because Jason Sealer was the last NCN Golden Nosey winner. After that, it was ISCA. So whatever year he won the Golden Nosey would have been the last NCN. You know, I know there was a couple of uh, logo changes with the NCN and the ISCA came in, but um, but some you know five years maybe. So ISCA, you know that that title hasn't been around that long. Yeah. Uh, as far as but I thought it was a great move because yeah, look at you know you go to the conventions now it's yeah yeah it's half you know yeah <laughs> you need a, a translator to talk to half the people right. there. Cool. <laughs> Not really. We all speak caricature. Yeah, <laughs> very, very well said. Very, very beautiful quote. We all speak caricature. Awesome. Um, I don't know how, how well did you know Buddy Rose, or you know, if you have anything. To... Not at all. Before. <laughs> Not at all. You know, I talked to him on the phone a couple times. Yeah, man, I'm coming. He was excited. Oh, cool. You know, and 
And uh, after the convention, we stayed in touch for a while, but then, and then after that, not not at all. I even felt, you know, where really really wasn't really involved with the NCN for a while. My work, career, family wasn't traveling to the conventions. It was always had a bad time. So I was when it came to Florida, I was always grateful because it was then it was easy to go to. <laughs> I, I stayed at t- probably with a, like the next couple of years. I, I talked to Buddy pretty pretty regularly, but after that, not much. Not much. Yeah. As a character artist, what is what is Iska to you? Wow. Um, well, that's got a lot of different directions you can go in, but uh, Iska to me is is connections. You know, connecting to other character artists. It's 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 a it's a small art form. I mean, when you talk about artists in general, you know, character is just a very little you know part of that. When, once you become a character artist, whether you do it in high school, college summer or just as a job you pick up the job you have no idea what you're entering into you're, you're looking for a job usually or you you see something online um and you start drawing and oh this is really cool you can take faces and and do this with but once you start connecting with other artists and, and it, it's a whole it's a whole culture you know i mean you you find uh there's so many different styles so many different people different you know uh, things and iska brings all that together so you know you know that, that's the one thing it connects all these you know the whole world into the world of caricature and the people of caricature um so that's what i i like about iska that's what i love about iska is those opportunities to be able to connect with all those different people and styles you know so if you know when you talk about the the layman person you know you're having a conversation with a customer or something and you talk about caricature and you tell them hey, you know yeah we have an international society and we have an annual convention usually the response is always really <laughs> you know they never really you know you know really you know i never thought of it that you know looked at it as that big of a deal but you know, of course it is to us you know the layman when they all they know is they'll come in and if they were to come to a convention and, and see all this amazing artwork you know, let me go off on a little bit of a tangent here, just talking about the convention and how it's evolved. So, wow, what it means to me is um, it's a step outside because I'm I'm a retail guy. You know, um, I don't illustrate. I, I don't, you know, sketch as much as I'd like. You know, usually I'm sketching at work or at a gig. And beyond that, I'm not a, a pure sketcher where I'm constantly with a sketch pad or anything. Or um, I don't work on involved pieces of artwork. Uh, I, I approach caricature more from an entertainment aspect. Uh, I look at myself as an entertainer, <laughs> you know, and uh, I love to draw. Don't get me wrong. I don't, don't, you know, that, that doesn't mean I, I don't love the art form. What I mean is my my connection to it is is more of an entertainer. So the way the convention has evolved to almost like an illustrator's ball is very. I mean, that it's it's a departure for me. So um, you know, to go there and see that and see you know. These guys don't eat for three days and <laughs> just involve and do these pieces of incredible pieces of artwork. I'm envious. But anyway, you go and you go to the convention now, and it's not the first couple of conventions, and even you know later on when I went to, I think the the second convention I ever went to jumped from '92 to '99, hmm. which was huge. You know, there was a huge difference. That was in Orlando. And even there uh, in 99, it was still a lot of theme park artists, a lot of quick sketches, a lot of pretty much the, the retail influence. You know, probably spent an hour, that was a lot of time on a sketch, even half an hour. But once again, it's evolved. You know, people go there, you know, for the... Ah, shit. And I lost the call. A good time for a break, though. No? 
Go get some popcorn. Refill your sodas. Come on, kids. Hurry up. I'm Kuni. This guy's demonstration place. I had to do day to day of the stack. Hey, this is Tony Sabota, and I just wanted to share a few things. <clears throat> this is what ISCA means to me. Uh, first of all, ISCA, the International Society of Caricature Artists, reminds me that caricatures are official. If Trekkies and real bearded Santas can have a convention, so can we.、Uh, often, when I tell people that we have a caricature convention, They're surprised. Oh, you guys have a convention? Wow, that's, that's amazing.、Uh, of course, the next question is what do you do at the convention? And of course, we do all sorts of official and legitimate activities at the convention.、Uh, you would have to be there to peek into that world. But、um, yeah, so caricatures are official. But Way beyond that,、uh, I look at the caricature convention as a meeting of friends, some friends that seem like family. And this is pretty common at the, at the convention, I would think. A lot of people just,、um, as a caricature artist, we are fringe society members. We're, Uh, on the outside of a lot of things, and we finally at the caricature convention get to relate to people like us, other weirdos who day in and day out work from the studio, work in the theme parks or festivals, and we, we are doing the caricature thing. It's a weird little world. So to get together and commiserate、um, and draw and just Just kick back with fellow caricature artists means a lot. That's, that's our tribe, and I think we've got a pretty special one. Also, ISCA is the world's largest collective art gallery, and it's phenomenal. Something that a few folks have talked about is opening up the, the gallery to the public.、Um, Which I think would be amazing for people to see a lot of this stuff, but、uh, there's just so much work that happens in that week, and the, the energy in that room is just phenomenal. There's nothing like it, there's, there's no gallery I've been to that's, that's like it,、um, no workshop I've been to has that type of energy. It's just mass creativity, mass creation, and everybody is so distinct in their, in their style. and... It can be intimidating for that reason, but it's also super inspiring to see you know, different people's workspace and how they approach, approach, approach the face or approach、uh, how to tell a joke.、Um, just, just amazing. So I think that about sums it up for me. Like, ISCA is, you know, obviously a place where we can come together as. The caricature tribe, and also as artists, just to create a huge amount of work in a brief amount of time.、Um, 
So yeah, that's what Iska means to me. This is Tony Sabota. Thanks. To me, the most important thing about Iska is the people. It's a large global community that's opened my eyes to different places and different cultures, things I probably wouldn't have even known about otherwise. And of course, being part of such a large group has also gained me many, many friends over the years. Friendships that will last me a lifetime. We're like a tribe because we all go through a lot of the same experiences in our daily routines. Plus, having friends in other cities and other countries gives you an excellent excuse to travel to go visit them. Where was I? Um, just kind of talking about, I know, the, the evolution of the conventions. So when you talk about what that means to me, it's it's kind of a different world, per se. Whereas, uh, like this last convention was a great example. Really, really like how they've taken the Masters uh, title away and try to bring these people back and let every, doesn't matter. If you win multiple, you win multiple, you know. I understood why they didn't do it. Now I think that you are going to see some of the, these people returning. So, you know, to go back and for me being the first one, uh, I do wear that very proudly and everything. But, you know, I walk around with this master tag, you know, the same as Jason Seiler and, you know, you know I mean, all these other guys. I'm like, you know, and, you know a lot of people don't know who I mean. I, you know, I don't go to that many conventions, so they don't know who I am. I'm like, who the hell are you? You know, you know, master, did you print that yourself? You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, but it's nice. I get to explain it. So that's kind of nice because that leads into conversation, you know, with people. So I like, you know, I like that. When you walk around and you see these illustrators, uh, I, I seem, seem to absorb. It's still very motivating to me. It makes me say maybe you need to illustrate more, but that's a whole nother conversation. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, challenging yourself and all. When you talk about what it means to me, that's the short answer. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> you know, I really want, it's always my intent to go to more and be more involved, but I have to be real careful. I have a very, I live in a, I live a very hectic lifestyle, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, running, um, running a park for commons is, is demanding. Um, then I have two daughters that are involved in every day of their everyday life, you know, my, my wife, family and everything. So I've got, you know, I keep a lot on my plate. I'm careful not to load on there because I mean, every time I go to a ISCA convention, I'm like, well, maybe I ought to get more involved, hold an office or something like that. But maybe when I retire. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any expectations or... Uh, thoughts on how it might change or how you'd like to see it change in, let's say, another five, ten years? I've been pretty satisfied as, you know, being a spectator and watching this evolution of, of the of ISCA. Uh, I don't see it changing a whole lot. I mean, where where is it going to go from here? I mean, it's it's going to keep, you know, it's gotten to where it's um, these amazing pieces of artwork, the illustrators that spend, you know, a lot of time, you know, you see some wonderful stuff that, then I'm not sure you could improve upon that or no, I guess the wrong words improve. If, if anything, I'd like to see, and this is selfish, more about what I do, more more emphasis back on the retail and the, uh, the quick drawing, you know, 30 minutes or less, 15 minutes or less type drawings. Um, but once again, I do recognize that's completely selfish. I don't want it. I, I certainly wouldn't want to pull away from what it's, what's happening now to do that. You know, if that, if that, if, if they're able to come up with, you know, more categories or more emphasis on it, fine. If they didn't, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> you know, is what I'm saying. So I don't, you know, I can't look forward and, and, and say that. It's going to change a whole lot. I'm, my uh, my only hope is that it gets maybe a little bigger. You know, just more artists get the word out there, get more people coming back. I'd love to see a convention that has every single one of the gold nosy winners from beginning to present. 
That know, would be intense. That would be amazing. You know, we can actually line all of them up and, and say, here you go, from 92 to 2017. But other than that, you know, I, I, I don't know. That was, that was kind of a tricky yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but I just don't I don't I, I don't have anything for you there as far as like some kind of visionary thing that, <laughs> that's, that's okay change a whole lot you know I think they're doing a great job also um, finding new locations to go to and uh, that's a different place every year you know all right let me go back on the self-restraint no I think every convention should be in Florida <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't complain if it was you know it would, it might benefit me equally. Oh, the trade winds in St. Pete was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't been to too many, but that was probably my favorite so far. That was yeah. perfect. Yeah, a lot of people can say that, you know. Yeah. But it, it, the fact that it's 30 minutes from my house, you know. <laughs> it is a big plus. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, in relation to the first convention, do you, like, have any good stories or memories or um, – the gentleman who won um, the speed competition that year was out of Seattle, Washington. He was an older gentleman, white, big white beard. Uh, I'm terrible with names. He was the old overhead uh, guy. And with, I mean, if the old guys know what I'm talking about when I say overhead, drawing an overhead projector. And what that was is, you know, we, when I first started doing caricatures, the first six years I did them were on an overhead projector with a speedball pen. And some people did the same style with a Sharpie also, but I used a speedball. No, it wasn't on the side of a cave, Corey. I can see your face. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it wasn't just like a rock that you just chiseled <laughs> yeah. into it? But, uh, anyway, um, uh, and um, he was that, he, he, and he, you know, he, he bought his overhead projector and everything to Mexico, you know. And uh, uh, but anyway, he won, and we were at the dinner. And uh, but Buddy, he got up there and he said, "Well, you know, he's the winner, but I still think I'm faster." So he bought him. He goes, "I'm gonna, I want to, we're gonna settle this right now." So he got up there in front of everybody. He goes, Here, "Here's a pad of paper, and I got a pad of paper. Here's a marker for each one of us. And somebody say go, and we're gonna draw each other and see who's the fastest." And uh, so somebody said go, and when Buddy started drawing, God, I can't remember his name. Took the lid off his marker. Buddy had removed the tip of the marker. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 I don't know. That you know, that was pretty funny. Um, uh, That's good. And it, but um, uh, gosh, if I sat here for a while, I know I could think of, but I'm drawing a blank. That's fine. Pardon the, pardon the expression. But there were so many. I mean, and also everybody was brand new to me. I, I didn't know anybody other than the guys from Tampa. Uh, another another one, and this is unrelated. Uh, the artist that um, went frit. Uh, Frisky was his name, uh, old guy. He was a he was a favorite artist amongst us in the early '90s, um, and even at that time, he was he was in his late '60s. He went, and he was just one of those dry, funny guys that I, I'm always team to gravitate to, <laughs> you know, yeah. the Mel Brooks kind of guy. But anyway, I remember sitting on the plane leaving, and it was on the um, this is, it was a smaller plane that went over to um, Cancun, and we flew home. But we're sitting there, and we're sitting there, and we're sitting there. Uh, wanted to leave. We didn't know what was going on, and and Frisky keeps um, trying to make everybody laugh, and he, he he's and he's serious as a heart attack. He said, "Look out your window!" You know, he got everybody looking out the window. He said, "Look down there." He said, you know, and we're just sitting on the ground, you know, on the tarmac, and he's looking down there, and he's and he goes, uh, "Man, these people look like ants from here." And that's one of my memories of, of Frisky. Is this man just? Uh, the guy was a one-liner genius. Um, wasn't art-related, but I would have that memory. <laughs> oh, that's good. Sounds like good company. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, 
I guess, do you know when they switched over to the golden nose? No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. But I want to say if the first convention was in 92, it would, it would probably be in the neighborhood of five years. So 97 would be my guess. So I don't, you know, that was a big jump when Tom Richmond got involved. Oh, that's right. That, I got to say, you know, Buddy, um, Buddy was the founder and everything. But as far as launching the convention and, you know, really launching the NCN at the time, uh, you got to give that to Tom Richmond. You know, I mean, and he was a two-term president and goal and two-term Golden Nosey winner. I mean, he's when it kind of bought it all together and said, you know, this can be a lot bigger than it is. Yeah. You know, and um, work with Buddy on that. Getting him involved was huge. Uh, and that was even, you know, and the way I understand it, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because this is from the outside looking in, the way I understand it, you know, is Tom gets involved, you know, his idol, he's a theme park artist, he, you know, and his, one of his idols is Mort Drucker. Mort Drucker comes in as a guest speaker, you know, and he meets him, and now Tom ends up on Mad Magazine. You know, I mean, that's pretty incredible. I mean, so you could say the NCN, Tom can thank, I mean, you know, he could, once he listens to this, he can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's from the outside looking in. I look at something like that, and that's pretty incredible, you know, that that chain of events happened probably because of the NCN. So, um, Tom, if you're listening, if I'm wrong, please call me. To correct me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's the real story, but I, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'll make sure this part makes it in there, just yeah. so he can or cannot correct you as needed. Perfect. Um, now, also, the, one of the, I don't know if you've ever heard the big rumor that the the trophy was molded after my nose. I've oh, I've heard it. I've, yeah, I've that, suspected. That, 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 as far as I know, that's fictitious, but I've I've, I've kind of let it go. So, so on the kind of, on the record, you're saying like that, that uh, <laughs> it's not. <sighs> but but we have uh, Dion did do a uh, a comparison photo at the 2006 convention of me beside it, and it's pretty uncanny. Yeah, yeah, it it is, it is. I mean, I know well, they did. Well, well, they um, and you know your ears and your nose never stop growing, so yeah. that's why they made the trophy bigger this year because <laughs> yeah, my nose kidding. is getting bigger. So they <laughs> yeah. had to adjust yeah, it they to scale. Did a little redesign, <laughs> a little redesign. <laughs> it's good. It, in a few years, it's going to look exactly like you, like just for the entirety. You know, and we're like, oh, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> it's going to look like a Groucho Marx thing. Yeah, the glasses, <laughs> yeah. nose, and, yeah. Yeah, a little. <clears throat> well, I guess did you have anything else to? Anything you wanted to add? Um, not really, not really. You hit on some really, you know, good questions there. I think cover just to give people a grasp of uh, where it's come from. You know, it's it, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, cause now you're talking. What is it? It's 2016. So, you know, that's a, that's how many years? Uh, 92, eight, uh, 24 years? No, no, uh, 30. 25, I think. 25, yeah, yeah 25 years, 25. yeah, art major, not math major, yeah, 25 years is still not a lot of time, I mean, there are people, you know, there's going to be a number 50 convention, 50-year yeah. convention, you know, there's going to be a 75 convention, God knows what will be drawn on then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paper, what? <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing uh, 3D caricatures just, you yeah. know, on our laptops. Yeah. You know, take the, you know, I thank you for doing this interview, just helping bring this to light, you know, let people have um, an idea of where it's come from, you know, and putting this information out there. You know, we love talking about it. It's, it, it, I just like for people to understand, you know, the path that has gone, I guess is the best way to put it. And, uh, uh, and we've come quite a long way. My name is Scott Hamilton. 
Uh, I started drawing caricatures 24 years ago. Between 1992 and 2008, I had no contact with other caricature artists and did not know there was a community. My entire experience with them had been at Faneuil Hall in Boston. I accidentally found the then National Caricaturist Network while browsing the web and after reading the information, signed up right away. At my first convention, I felt very inadequate amongst all the fantastic talent there like Jason Seiler, Joe Bloom, and Glenn Ferguson. As the treasurer at the time, most of my days at the convention were spent taking care of convention business, so I was glad I didn't have to put up a lot of pieces that were, to be honest, subpar, in my opinion, compared to all the others. I had been self-conscious about my art, and after the convention, I devoted myself to try and get better, which brought me to meeting Tim Reed. I was unemployed for a bit, and Tim gave me a job drawing at two Cocoa Key water parks in my area. Tim gave me tips and advice and was a great mentor for me, something I hadn't had prior to joining the International Society of Caricature Artists. Had it not been for this group of talented and caring people, I wouldn't have had the confidence to jump out there and try new things. I attribute all of my caricature success to this day to joining this wonderful group of people. To see where we're at today and where we're going as an organization, I grabbed a few minutes off Matt Zittman, the current ISCA president. But first... Hello, my name's Eddie and I am from Manchester in England. I've been a member of the ISCA now for two years and I love it. For anyone that's listening who isn't a member... Let me tell you, this is where it's at. It's a great place to show your talents. Get them celebrity caricatures posted up on there. And hey, if you see anyone else's work that's better than yours, just do what they do in places like on the beachfronts in the Grand Canary. Get their picture, print it off, put your name on the bottom of it, display it as your own. Say you drew it. It's a win-win situation. Then you can charge 30 euros for one of them classic muscly guy and bikini glad girlfriend pics that nobody likes. No, but seriously, I think hanging out with fellow members at the ISCA conventions is what really does it for me. 200 artists from all over the world in the same room at the same time. Just blows my mind. I love the Golden Nausea Awards as well. And then there's the after party where we all strip off, drink loads of Bud Light, play games of Naked Twister. I'm joking, I'm joking. I don't drink Bud Light. Anyways, yeah, the ISCA is the place to be. Okay, I've got to go now, but uh, yeah, take care and uh, keep drawing. Bye. Do 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 do. Hello? Hello! Uh, good afternoon! What's up, Corey? Uh, not too much. Just lounging around in my pajamas. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess first things first, um, just for the podcast, could I have you introduce yourself, explain your title, who you are, your relationship to ISCA, etc.? Yeah, uh, my name is Matt Zittman. I'm the now president of the International Society of Character Artists. Uh, I've been with us for, I think, nine or ten years. I think I started in 04. Um, that was my first convention, and I've been a member since. When you joined, was it still the NCN or was it ISCA? It was the NCN. Um, 
it didn't change until a couple of years later. And then I believe Dion Sosha was the president at the time. Um, what was it like was then it? compared to now? Um, that's a good question. It was it was it was bigger than when I thought. Like uh, back way back then, I thought it was a huge organization, and it was pretty eye opening as a young artist coming up and seeing all these amazing artists. Um, it was pretty similar. The seminars were kind of the same. The, the judging, the competition was pretty similar. Um, not a ton has been different since I joined. So what is ISCA to you? Um, ooh, I, it's really just a network of great artists that all have the same passion about the same art form. Uh, it's, it's, it's changed my world. I, I I have a goal of trying to make it a brand almost. So that's uh one of my questions too is like what's your goal for ISCA? So did you okay. want to expand on on that? Maybe the making it a brand or whatever you think the right answer for that question is. Uh, well, it's always been kind of weird to tell someone what you do or what you're part of. So I wanted to try and get this brand a little more credibility. Have a you know we started with a. A website last year to increase everything and i want there to be some prestige behind winning an award at isca um or being a isca member uh is a gets you perks or has more credibility so i i really believe in the brand and we're really trying to build it and promote it if you had to explain what isca was to somebody that's not a character artist I've been getting that a lot recently. It's, it's yeah. weird to say I'm the president of this, but um, I, I still just say it's an international gathering of, of character artists um, all with the same mindset uh, to grow the art form and to just be part of the community. Cool. And then, um, A, do you just have like a, a fun ISCA-related story you could tell? And then um, B, and they can be the same thing or two separate things, is there a way you could explain Blaine, how ISCA has changed or affected your life or career? Um, maybe it's the same story. Maybe you have like a funny story and then how it's... Funny story? Man, I... I it doesn't I have to be. There are all tons of stuff. <laughs> I don't know that they're all uh, PC enough to, to go on the record with. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I got tons of, tons of stories I'll tell you at, at the car one day. <laughs> gotcha. Well, then I guess for as far as what it's done for you professionally or personally... I think that um, the more I get to talk about it and explain what we are to people, the more I realize, like, you can be the best at your theme park, you can be the best at a fair, but it doesn't mean anything if your name's not out there, if you don't put yourself out in this community. And that's what this is. I think ISCA really helps you network. It's a giant networking tool. It's You get to meet so many people, and I, like, I can't explain how great it is to have a guest artist that I met at ISCA come visit me or someone that... I never would have met. It would have just been a name I would have fanboyed about. But with ISCA, you get to meet these people. You get to talk to them, and you get to really communicate. Um, and that's something that I don't think most like networks of anything have. Like indus most industries don't have that ability to to talk to someone unless you really go out of your way and meet them. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to add? You'd like to say or? Um. Just that we're an ever-growing network and that we uh, keep expanding upon our base. And we, I like having uh, the members keep their retention up and keep, you know, we I co 
Corey and, and Allie and Chris and Tom, like we love giving content back to the organization. So we want to keep doing that, uh, provide, you know, the membership to have some worth. So that's, that's all. I just want to keep growing it and uh, just build our numbers up. We, I think we were around 400 when I started, maybe a little less than that. Now we were over five or six. We were over five or six at one point. So I just want to get those people back and keep growing us. As a fellow board member, I know exactly what he's talking about. And that member base is crucial. So if you draw characters, love characters, love a character artist, I don't care. If you'd like to help out, go to character.org today and register to be an ISCA member. You can even register for the convention and see us in Phoenix. The convention is clearly so good. It even pulls people away from their family. Well, my name is Lars Eric Robinson. I've been a caricature since 1994 now. And uh, my first ISCA convention was in 96. I was invited by Michael Johnson uh, to come to the ISCA convention there. Jack Davis was the guest speaker. And uh, the very first thing I remember is just going in there and setting up my easel. And uh, Michael Johnson helped me make my easel back in the day and still use a similar easel. And I remember Dan Dunn commented on my easel. He said, oh, I won the best easel. <laughs> so anyway, um, at that convention, you know, there was uh, Ed Stickley and Tom Richmond. And they, they were doing airbrush caricatures. And that was the big thing back then. And, uh, yeah, you just basically you know, I was inspired by them. And then afterwards, uh, we were hanging out at a bar at the, at the hotel. And I went back, I went back there and Ed Stickley drew me and I was talking to him and, and he drew a, a dog, a kind of biting my nipple off. It was so funny. Anyway, we were just hanging out, drinking and having a good time. And so moving forward a little bit, then we had Kruger's convention and then we, at that in Orlando, I believe that was <clears throat> 99 or I'm not really sure. But anyway, um, just finding a roommate to hang out with. And then afterwards, you know, we were hanging out, partying. And then we had Kruger there and all his posters hanging up. And it was just amazing being inspired and just getting pumped up. So, uh, and uh, the party's later on at night. But, you know, uh, when you're close, when you're in town, like recently when we had the convention here in uh, at Tradewinds a couple years ago. And when it's in town, I still had to go home. And that's what I don't like about the conventions. We still have to go home and deal with the house. And and it's not a vacation, man. I ain't not able to party. I mean, I remember one night I'm sitting there working on a painting. And I just got up and I screamed because my wife said she wanted me to come home. And I was like, I didn't want to get interrupted. I was I was in the zone. And basically, I just stayed up all night. I just told her, listen, back off. I want to just work on my work. So... Anyway, just there's so much stress being in the, being home. I mean, when I'm out of town, you basically just relax and enjoy the fellowship and networking with other artists and just having a good time. And, um, and nowadays, everybody's doing highly rendered studio work. But back in the day, when I like I said back in the first convention I went to, we all we all just went around and sketched each other. I mean, except for a few people, like I said, Ed Stickley and. You know, and Kruger was doing sketches and stuff. I mean, it was just amazing. And I remember how many people around Jack Davis when he was there. It was, you know, such such an amazing experience. And it still is. I I still get hyped about it. So I'm really looking forward to it. Hopefully I can go to Phoenix. I'm actually going to do digital caricatures in Phoenix next, um, 
next week uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And Wednesday, I got invited to work with the Phoenix uh, Caricature Company up there with uh, Jeremy. And uh, he invited me, he's a fellow ISCA member, and we're going to do a gig at the Arizona University together. So that should be, like, fun for us to just do that gig. And so it's a traditional gig. But anyway, um, I hope that was some fun experiences. You know, it's... It never ends. I just always get pumped up every time I go to those conventions. I, it's, you know, I haven't won any awards, but it's not always about awards. It's about what you learn and how you're networking with people and the fellowship you're able to have with other artists. It's just totally amazing. It's, nothing beats it. So thank you all so much. Hope to see you at Phoenix. Bye. So that's it for today's episode. Hopefully everyone knows a little more about ISCA than they did coming in. So what's next? Well, now we've got to try and figure out just what in the world is a caricature. And I hope you guys join us for the ride. Be sure to subscribe and review if you haven't already. I'd like to thank Matt Zipman and Dave Smith for their interviews, as well as all the lovely ISCA members for submitting what ISCA means to them. Thanks, everyone. I want to go on record. This is Tony Sabota, by the way. This is Tony Sabota, and I want to go on record as saying that ISCA, the International Society of Caricature Artists, to me means that I am not so weird for being weird. Uh, when, whether it's we come together at the convention, or we're working a festival together, or you know we bump into an artist on the street, we're not so different after all that there are other weirdos out there doing caricatures and making a living at it and and experiencing all that that life has to offer so for me iska means that um there's a place i can go to be with my tribe to to be with my people uh and i am so glad that that that's that that's out there um, obviously this year with dealing with, obviously this year has been tough for a couple of reasons, mainly Glenn Ferguson and his uh, injury and, and tragedy and recovery. And I think we really saw the ISCA tribe and really the worldwide tribe of, of uh, uh, Iska really responded as a worldwide tribe of artists who are behind each other, who are there in support of each other, and uh, this means a lot. I know it's meant a lot for Glenn and Really, when you're a tribe, when you're a family, that's that's what you do uh, for for your family. So, just to know, yeah, we can we can be there to support each other. We can be there to goof off with each other. We're there to to work with each other and to just increase the quality and uh, perception of, of caricature in the world. What an amazing thing! What what an amazing thing to be a part of. And really, an amazing time to be to be a part of this movement. So, to me, again, ISCA means 
that I have a tribe, I have a place where I belong, and uh, maybe I'm not so weird for being weird after all. This is Tony Sabota. Thank you.